What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I'm going to teach you the top three hands that you should never call a raise with. So guys, having worked with hundreds of students before coaching, especially small stakes players, I've seen a number of hands that a lot of people often call big bets or big raises with, either pre-flop or on the flop turn and river, that honestly end up costing them a lot of money. This is a real beginner mistake that I see a lot. So today I'm gonna break it down for you. These are the three hands where if you're facing a big bet or a raise, often folding is gonna be your best strategy. So let's jump right into it. All right, so hand number one is a big favorite for a lot of people, which is King Jack. Now it's a nice looking hand. I get it, you know, a lot of people think you hit a king, you hit a jack, it's gonna be a big payday. But often, guys, this hand is a lot more deceiving than it seems. And that is why if you get raised pre-flop with this hand, it is often bad news. In fact, if you're out of position, I would highly recommend simply folding this hand when you get re-raised pre-flop. Now let me explain that. What do I mean by being out of position? I'm talking about a situation where you will have to act first on the flop, turn, and river. So for example, you raise king jack and somebody on the button re-raises you pre-flop. If you call in this situation, you are gonna have to act before them on the flop, turn, and river, and that is a massive statistically proven disadvantage in poker. So especially when you know you're gonna have to play out of position after the flop, I would highly suggest folding this hand if you get re-raised pre-flop. And the same thing goes post-flop, even sometimes if you hit a pair. Now, why is this the case? The reason why, especially pre-flop, if you get raised, it's often gonna be a problem is because you're often gonna be dominated by a hand like ace-king or king-queen, for example. And for you math buffs out there, you're gonna know that you only have around 25% equity versus these hands. And the same thing goes if you see a flop, you know, when somebody starts betting big in you and you, you hit a jack, you hit a king. Often, guys, it's bad news. It means they have two pair or they have a hand like this with a better kicker. And so often just calling with this hand with king jack is a big mistake that can end up costing you money. I don't want to say king jack is all bad. It has some merits, but just be careful with this hand. Let's move on to hand number two. All right, so hand number two that you guys need to avoid calling big raises and big bluffs with is another favorite that I find of a lot of beginner poker players, and that is ace nine. Now, once again, guys, ace nine, it looks pretty, looks like a decent hand. You know, we can make top pair. Everybody loves to have an ace in their hand, but once again, if you get raised with this hand, especially before the flop, but also after, you're often going to be dominated by a stronger ace. Let's talk about all the ones that can dominate you. Ace-king, ace-queen, ace-jack, ace-ten. All of these hands have you in bad shape before the flop, and I don't even think I need to tell you after the flop, if the flop comes down with ace-x-x and x is not a nine, you're in trouble versus these hands. They're going to be, you know, typically at least 75% or more to win the pot versus you uh, because they have a better kicker. And remember guys, in poker, we, we are looking to make the best five card hands and your kicker is often going to play. And therefore, I would highly recommend not playing a big pot with this hand unless you have two pair or greater, because if you're in there and somebody's betting big or raising you, often you do not want to call with this hand because usually they have a better kicker and they have you beat. 
All right, so let's move on to the final hand that I would suggest not calling big raises with or big bets with, and that is gonna be five, six suited. Now, once again, guys, this is a hand that, you know, everybody loves. I love this hand personally. Uh, it can make some sneaky little straights, some nice little flushes, but once again, this is a hand that can get a lot of beginners, especially in trouble, and let me explain why. Number one, what you guys should know is that suited connectors, that, that's what this is. A suited connector in poker is when you have two cards that are right beside each other, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, something like that, uh, that are easy to make straights with, and they also are suited, so they have the same suits, whether that's clubs, hearts, diamonds, whatever. So that is what this is. It's a suited connector, and what you guys need to know is that suited connectors are losing hands. I know this is shocking for a lot of people, and that is why I highly suggest for those of you who are serious about online poker in particular, is just using a program like Poker Tracker so that you can just look through your database and you can see for yourself which hands are winners and which hands are losers. I, I personally use the Poker Tracker HUD, and I will include links to that in the description below. But guys, bottom line, you can just open up Poker Tracker for yourself and you can look, you can filter in the program for all of your suited connectors, your five six suited, your seven, eight suited, uh, six, seven suited, all of these hands. And I, I guarantee you, if you played any amount of poker, you're going to see a lot of red with these hands. Guys, they don't win. The, these hands are, they look pretty, but they are very deceiving to a lot of newer poker players. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't play suited connectors. This is one of the inherent problems with poker and, and starting hand selection is that you do have to play these hands. Even though we are going to lose long term with these hands, we have to play them in order to widen our range. Because if you simply just only sit around and wait for aces and kings like the rock or the knit at the table that you guys are probably familiar familiar with, those players are extremely easy to play against because you can just read them like a book. So it is important to play these hands in order to make yourself more difficult to play against, but you do need to be careful. The reason why is that these hands often do not make a big hand on the flop turn and river. You know, often you're just going to have some sort of pair, you know, for example, five, six, board comes ace, king, 10, five, eight, you know, and you're still in there and, and you know, if somebody makes a bet, there is almost a certainty that they have some sort of pair like king, queen or something. It doesn't even need to be top pair. It can be middle pair or third pair and they still beat you. I mean, somebody could honestly even just have jack five on this board and they're gonna beat you with a better kicker. So guys, it's really important that you do not call big bets or raises with a hand like this, whether it's pre-flop or on the flop, unless you, you know, you really have a big hand on the flop, you know, you have a really big draw or you hit two pair or something like that. And pre-flop, like I said before, especially if you're out of position, you often just wanna be folding this hand when you're facing a re-raise because it's just not gonna be profitable for you to call re-raises pre-flop. You're just not gonna hit a strong hand often enough and with the previous two hands on this list you're actually setting yourself up for disaster because like i talked about you're probably just going to be dominated and you're setting yourself up to lose even more money after the flop so guys be careful with these three hands i would highly suggest not calling big bets or big raises with them 
but I want to know what hands you guys avoid calling with too much. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Are these three hands in particular a trouble spot for you or do you find that you're pretty confident with these particular hands? Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with blackrain79.com.